gotta. Wait, how's this song go? Wait, what? Saying nothing. Fuckers can't tell me nothing. Bees in the trap. Bees in the trap. My inner Nicki Minaj is here. Why are we matching? I don't know. Oh, look at, look at, look at. You have great. We're red and red. <laughs> that's weird. But like, that's so fucking weird. Hello. Anyways. Hi, guys. This was not planned, just so you know. No, it really wasn't. That's how you know we're meant to be. Meant to be. When you could rock the same clothes. Anywho, let's get to it. Okay. How are you doing, my love? Mm, like that switch. <laughs> this episode is going to be a juicy one. This is going to be juicy. I'm excited for this one. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not ex- I'm not excited for the aftermath of it. I know. I feel like there's going to be drama coming for both of us after this, but honestly though, it is what it is. I don't really care. Honestly though, can I be for real? You don't either. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um All right. So this episode's about when to know when like how do you know when to cut family members off? Yeah. And uh, we're going to go into some shit. Um, And I'm just saying, I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus. I'm not trying to uh, air my dirty laundry out because, you know. Yeah, you don't need to do all of that. That's not what this is about because there is some private family matter shit. Yeah. Um, And that's respected for sure. So I cut my father off yeah um because well it started with him making a comment to you that was just not cool and um he made like he made a comment to you that was inappropriate yeah and actually sent you into like a trigger oh my god it triggered me so bad and now the fucked up part is like i'm used to my dad and i'm used to him saying dumb shit like like that you know what i mean um i mean i've come like i've seen him in restaurants like saying like to to female waitresses like uh you have really nice lips Mm-hmm. being suggestive right sexually suggestive and you've put him in his place and i have put him in his yeah. place like in the sense of like dad you can't say that to like an 18 19 year old waitress right. that's disgusting absolutely and he plays you know he would play dumb like what do you mean i was just saying i liked her lips and it's like come on right you know what you're saying there um so, like, he has done things like that every once in a while, but m- for the most part, like, I'm not trying to say my dad's a creep or anything like that. He just makes comments, like, it's almost like he'll make comments because he, like, outlandish comments because he likes to see people's reactions. It's almost like he gets a rise out of getting a reaction out of people. Yeah. And so, this one particular night, 
um, it was my nephew's third birthday. Mm-hmm. And she was new to the family. I mean, she had only been around a handful of times. And she was at my sister's house and everybody was there. And she's meeting a bunch of new people. She'd only been around my dad once, once before this. Yeah. And um, she... And I mean, you weren't really fond of him even before that. Like, I wasn't, not that I wasn't fond of him. It was just hearing her story on, it was hearing your story, babe, like how you felt the way you were being treated by him, like the way he would talk down to you. Okay, yeah. That, like, when I hear stuff like that, it hurts me. And as your girlfriend, I want, I'm like protective over you. Yeah. So when I met the guy, I'm already the first time I met him, I'm already on this like preconceived. Yeah, like I see what type of guy he is. But when I met him the first time, I'm not gonna lie, I I liked him. I had no issue with him at all. Yeah. That night. Yeah. When we, when he was really respectful. He was funny. He was kind. I didn't. I didn't get any bad vibes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, other than that. And so the second time that she's in his presence, he's leaving and he makes like a comment about she had just the le- he had the the first time he saw saw her, she had blonde hair and now this time he's seeing her, she's got brown hair, she's got black hair. And so he makes a comment like, "Let me ask you something." And he whispers it in my ear. It's not out loud. He comes close to my ear and he goes, "Let me ask you something." Do the carpets match the drapes? And f- hold on. Sorry, before we go any further. He knew what he was doing was wrong because you didn't want to say that out loud, right? You wanted to say it privately to me. Because, I mean, if people had heard what he had said, it's not appropriate, first of all. Like, you know, yeah, you are my future father-in-law and I don't know you like that. And this is the second time I'm meeting you. The first time was great. The second time... You asked me if what my vagina looks like. It's not cool, you know? Right. Joke or not, it's just not something you... Right. Like, I don't... And again, it kind of goes back to just everybody's threshold that they're willing to deal with. Like, you know, there are some people who he might say that to and maybe it might make them a little uncomfortable but they won't not enough to have a reaction or he'll say that to somebody and they won't be uncomfortable at all because what for whatever reason but you in particular like rightfully so that made you very uncomfortable it did it it, really, it made me very uncomfortable she started crying she I like, went to the bathroom and I just started bawling my eyes out like I felt like humiliated yeah it was embarrassed and I said to him right before he left I was like don't do that and he's like, don't do what? I said, don't do that. And he just like shook his head and walked away. And I'm like, and what got us into a huge fight that night was I was waiting for Tori to like stick up for me, like say something like, whoa, what the fuck did you just say to my girlfriend? Like you just, you know, she froze. Completely. I mean, at the moment I didn't understand. I'm like, you should have had my back. But honestly, when you hear something like that, 
from your parents saying to your girlfriend, of, you, of course you're going to freeze. It's like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, you're more in shock than anything. It, it was, whoa, what happened? But it was also, like, me being so desensitized to those types of jokes that he made that, like, it was almost like a normal thing. Like, I'm always... Yeah. I'm just used to my dad saying outlandish shit that now when he says things, I don't realize that like other people outside of my family unit, people who don't know him, will hear that and be like, "No, that's disgusting." Whereas me, I'm so used to it. I knew I knew how it affected you once I obviously saw how it affected you. I was like, "Oh fuck, like this is really bad." Yeah. But I was so like I would froze I didn't know what to say. And then I was just like, get out of here. Like, you know, like just, just. And mind you, when we were, I was in the bathroom crying. Dina came in. Alessia came in. Those are Tori's sister and sister-in-law. Um, they came into the bathroom and we asked Alessia because that's his daughter-in-law. I was, I said, has he ever made comments to you? Just curious. And she said, never. I've never had him make a comment like that to me. So I was like, what the hell? This guy feels that comfortable to say it to me. I don't think that's cool. You you know, like, yeah. if you wouldn't say that to your other daughter-in-law, why would you say it to me? You know? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. But like, you know, th- then Dina said, well, he, he, he said it to our sister. And I was like, that's so stupid that's so weird like why are you asking your daughter if the carpets match the drapes Mm -hmm. but regardless um it you know he i think he left and then realized that he upset you yeah he did he noticed i was and he texted me right away and I was just dealing with like the aftermath of it and like how you were feeling. So I didn't, I don't think I answered him or whatever. And then, but, but even in the text, it was like, I guess I, I upset her. It was never like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. He should have apologized right there. Obviously. And if he did do that, if he took accountability and goes, oh shit, you know what? I crossed the line. I'm sorry. I should have never done that all is forgiven i would have moved on and said fuck it like let's just have a good time fuck this shit like it's not worth it like to me i'm very forgiving i won't hold something against you if like i've said time and time again you take accountability you say sorry and move on right but now we've created this environment where like you're not comfortable around him and then his apology again if you realized even in that moment that you said something fucked up he could have just been like right then and there. Oh my God, I'm, I, I didn't, I was just joking. I swear, like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to upset you if I did. Like, I really apologize. Yeah. That didn't happen. It didn't. He it didn't. left, texted me and was like, I guess I, I offended her. I was, and, I w- and when I finally spoke to him, I'm like, what do you mean you guess? Like, how do you guess? You either know you did or you don't know. Mm-hmm. And like, we spoke on the phone and i think the next day the next day was my grandmother's one year like dinner or something like that and me and jaylon were supposed to go and i was like you know what obviously i'm not going to this anymore because and i told you i said you can go i just don't feel comfortable i didn't want to be around him right but i I was but i i didn't feel comfortable at that point either just with like you know i know 
So I just chose not to go. And then he tried to hold that over my head like I'm some piece of shit. And I was like, I don't need a dinner with my entire family to honor my grandmother's death. Like, right. she's always with me. Like, Absolutely. I can honor her in any way. I don't need to go out to an Italian restaurant to do it. Absolutely. You know? So um, I went an entire day, didn't speak to him. And then he called me after the dinner and like he was like he tried to flip it and was basically like you didn't show up for your grandmother's thing blah 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 and i was like dad your like ha- your po- apology was like half-assed and he he basically he was like i apologized last night you know what was the reason why you couldn't come and i was like cuz i didn't want to come like i didn't feel comfortable coming and then his apology was basically like it was basically like i can't help that your girlfriend can't take a joke sort of thing and then that's when i was like your apology is not accepted and like we're we're done here like because i'm tired of half-ass accountability Mm -hmm. so that was sort of where i kind of drew the line and i had and and again going back to a couple episodes ago I spiraled because of it. Like you did. Oh there was not a part of like it. It was not easy to draw that boundary with my dad. No, not you know? at all. You were definitely going through it, and it was like, like we said before, it was one thing after another after another. It's like it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So then, like an, uh, you know, and then my little sister got involved in and started throwing things in my face about like little minuscule things that my father had done for me and like my grandmother passed away and obviously left an estate and an inheritance and uh, my father gave me my sister and both of my sisters two grand each out of like 300,000 that he's inheriting and um he thought that that was like some i mean i i appreciated the money like oh, of yeah, course no, of course it's but um good. but that was thrown in my face um and so i drew that boundary with my sister as well and i was like listen let's make it clear it's your little sister my little sister yeah. not my older sister i drew that boundary with her as well and i was like yo i am entertaining this conversation with you I am basically telling you not to get involved in something that doesn't involve you. And when you get upset with me, you throw things in my face. And the real reason why you even came at me was because I made a podcast episode about your mother talking about the abuse that your mother put me through. And you... I said her mom was scum. So... She got upset because Jaylon called her mom scum for the things that like were done to my sister, my my older sister and I when we were kids. And um, I mean, like, listen, it's not easy to hear these things, but you were having a visceral reaction to a story that was being told to you about somebody you care about. And that is the... That was your initial reaction, right? I'm not going to sit here and say anybody's scum. 
I'm I'm not here to badmouth anybody. You know what I mean? But that was kind of what um sparked a lot of like anger. Uh, the podcast really sparked a lot of anger. And my thing is I was just telling my story. You had a visceral reaction and whatever you feel is what you feel and that's that's fine. I'm not sitting here um bashing anybody or saying anything but i was telling a story i was telling a story about my life and unfortunately fortunately whatever it is her mother is a very big part of that story Mm -hmm. um and there are people who like in my family either don't want to believe it don't want to listen don't want to anything um but regardless I cut my father off because of that. And then my sister got involved. She inserted herself into something that had nothing to do with her. And I should separate the two sisters so that everybody, my younger sister got involved in something that she shouldn't have gotten involved in. And I entertained a conversation with her until she started getting disrespectful. Mm -hmm. And I don't care. I don't really give a fuck who you are if you're going to disrespect me in that sort of way and not and not approach me in an authentic wholehearted way then I'm just going to block you. And so I did. Mhm. Um so my s- older sister was kind of in the middle of my younger sister and I trying to mediate, but I was like, there's, it's not going to happen. Like you're not going to come at me and then blame me for why I had a reaction to something. It's like typical, like narcissism. Absolutely. It's exactly what it is. So, um, then a couple months goes by and my older sister ends up cutting them both off herself, uh, herself for other things outside of me Mm -hmm. but now the kicker is that the narrative this is the thing about narcissists is they cannot take accountability and so what they will do is they need to make somebody the scapegoat oh yeah somebody has to they have to pin something they have to pin everything on somebody what is that called? Blame shifting or something like that? Blame shifting. Yeah. They they make somebody the scapegoat. Yeah, it's got to be somebody else's fault. And nine out of ten times, the person they're making the scapegoat is the person who's calling them out the most mm. on their bullshit or the person who sees right through them. Yeah. So if y'all can imagine, I've been the scapegoat to a lot of fucking narcissists um, in my day. But... um my father basically runs around with this narrative probably even still to this day he'll probably listen to this and play the victim about it as well that i'm brainwashing my sister my older sister and her wife to feel the way that they feel i'm the reason why they cut him off and let's make it clear that you are far from the reason why because honestly what you went through and what you're going through with your parent with your father and sister 
it's a little different of what Dina, your older sister, and Alessia are going through. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's two totally different situations. Yeah. The situation that ended up happening is further validation for me as to me making the right decision and cutting him off. Mm-hmm. And by no means whatsoever does me cutting them off mean I don't love them anymore. Right. Like, no. I love my sister. That's, yeah, that's And your I family. love my father. Right. But they're toxic. They don't take accountability. They play the victim like right. covert narcissists. Mm-hmm. And... I don't have room for that in my life, you know? I really don't. Um, And I'm fucking tired of being the bad guy. Until this day you are. Right. So, I mean, fast forward to then July. This all happened in, like, March. Fast forward to July, four months later. And, you know, we're at my niece's eighth birthday party trying to have ourselves a decent time. Mm Mm-hmm. And my aunt comes up to you and like, you know, well, comes up to me and basically tells me that I have hate in my heart. And that's like a a direct, that's a direct quote from my dad. I'll have, you know, yeah, my father used to say that about my mother all the time. Your mother's got hate in her heart. Anybody that calls him out on his shit has hate in their their heart. heart. Anybody Mm -hmm. who calls him out. And blocks him or tells him what a fucking idiot he is or like, you know, I could say worse things has hate in their heart. Yeah. If you don't accept his bad behavior, you have hate in your heart. Yeah. And according to him, my sister's just too stupid to make this. My older sister's just too stupid to make decisions on her own. She's got to be influenced by me. According to him. It's not even the case, but you know, so uh so she comes up to me at at the party and um you know i forget even how it started because at this point i'd been drinking a little bit and she's just like she just came up to you and goes you are not good yes she just out of just out of nowhere and it was me and tori just standing there and i'm like oh here we go telling me yeah Yeah. she was like you're not good and then you're like me why am i not good and then she's like, you have you you have hate in your heart. And, she, and then you just went off on her yourself. I don't remember what I said, though. You're like, I don't have hate in my heart, but you have hate in your heart. Like you were whatever she was saying to you, you were throwing it back at her. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. Oh. Um, and then she turned to you and was like, and you like when I saw you on the podcast, I wanted to smack you right in the face. Oh, my God. And when I heard that. I know. I was pissed. Of course. And her daughters are there, too, mind you. And no one's telling this lady, like, if my mother ever, ever fucking came up to you and said some shit, oh, my God, I'd be going the fuck off. Like, that is disrespectful. One, you are doing this at a place that is a child. It's your niece's birthday party. Like, get your shit together, lady, first of all. It's like a family affair. We're we're supposed to be enjoying ourselves. We're supposed to be enjoying ourselves. No. So it's a family event, and you have this woman just coming up to us and yeah. is on attack mode for her brother fine defend your brother but no offense your brother's a big boy he could defend himself he wants to fix a relationship with his daughter easy call take her up take accountability nobody's gonna shun you if you take accountability we're not those type of people no we're open to it i've told tori 
I'm down. Let's go have a conversation with him face to face. Let's let's hear what he's got to say. Yeah, but he's got to be the one to. But he's got to initiate it. He's got to say, "I'm sorry," and I fucked up and mean it and mean it and done. So how was your day? That's how it would go because we're not hateful fucking people. We don't fucking hold grudges and we don't hold hate. So right. for her to say that you have hate in your heart, you have well, that's far again, from that. That's a that my aunt is very brainwashed by my dad. But, you know, a lo- it's so funny that everybody wants to say I'm the brainwasher when my younger sister and my aunt and her daughters. No, no, no. Listen, my younger sister and my aunt mimic what my dad says. Oh, yeah. They use direct quotes mm-hmm. of like it's literally listening to a sec- second and third version of my dad. Yeah. And it's like, you want to say that I'm brainwashing people, but like... You guys are brainwashed because you guys are literally like a broken record repeating the same thing your father has said to you. Yeah. Get new material. Yeah. Bro. So, so at this point, I... What happened? I... No, no. At this point, I kind of went off on the aunt a little bit and I said, because I when I thought she was speaking to me about when she said I wanted to smack you through the phone, I thought it was because I called your little sister's mom, mom scum. scum. So I turned to her and I said, I don't give a fuck what about how you feel. I'm going to say what I want. That's my podcast. I'm going to say how I feel on it. And then I realized, cause I did say fuck. I did realize that I'm at a kid's event. I have my kids here. So I just walked away. I'm like, I don't got time for you. Bye. Well, you also said this is not the time. nor the Yes, place. I did. I said, you know what? I said, this isn't the time nor the place to have this conversation. And I walked away. Mind you, one or two of her daughters were already there. And no one was telling this woman enough. Like no one was saying anything. Right. This is a kid's event. Like, right, right, right. that's what blew my mind. Like she gave, she didn't have even the, enough respect for her old her older sister because it was their children's party enough respect for them to say hey you know what i'm gonna let your kids have it's their birthday but instead she saw red she came right for us and said what she had to say and it didn't end there now you could go ahead and say what happened after so then i i mean i look at her she looks at me she sees you walk away and we both look at each other and she goes we need to go in the front. I said, yeah, we do. And her and I went outside in the front. And um, from the minute we walked outside, it was just, there's something wrong with me. People have watched a podcast and like her neighbor, which I don't even know if this is even true or not, but like her neighbor watched the podcast and was, and, and was like, is there something wrong with her? And I was like, mm. there's something wrong with me. Why? I'm like, I'm like, I was like, tell your neighbor to go fuck themselves. How about yeah. that? Because I don't believe that's true. Honestly, I, I think she I, just whether wants it, to, whether it is or isn't, it's like, you know, she was basically saying that I have mental issues, right. um, that there's something mentally wrong with me and yeah you're the issue it's me yeah, yeah. right right right, right. I, i'm the issue and i have to stop being again narcissist behavior right so you know i told i told my aunt i was like well first of all my girlfriend did not deserve for you to say what you just said to her 
she's like, well, you know what she said on the podcast about, I was like, about what? My stepmom? And she was like, no, no, not that. I don't care what she says about your stepmom. She's like, she could say whatever she wants about your stepmom. She's like, what she said about, oh, and you haven't gotten rid of your father yet? And I was like, that wasn't even It wasn't me. My that girlfriend. was Amber who had said that because we were talking about right. Tori's father. Because you would know the I would story. know. I would know the story. I'm not going to question Tori if right. she's talking to her dad or not. Like You knew I was, ta- uh, I was talking to yeah. her at that point. I didn't care. In the other day, whoever she speaks to in her family is her choice. I'm going to support her 100%. That's her decision. So, so I said, I was like, first of all, that was the other person that wasn't my girlfriend. And secondly, my girlfriend wouldn't tell me I could or couldn't talk. To, but that's another narrative that's probably being passed around. Oh, yeah. That, you that told I'm me, the one. Yeah, you told me not to talk to my dad. Or Which is ridiculous. You're the one keeping me from my dad. Because I, I don't give a fuck. You want to talk to your dad? By all means. You he's know just, that. He's just got to take accountability. Absolutely. For his actions. And there's not, Which it's I never going to be late to do that. It's not like it's that time. It's not like he can't call right now in the middle of this podcast and say, hey, I actually want to talk and I'm sorry. And us be like, oh, nope, too late. No. But can I be honest, though? Um, I don't know if I would necessarily invite him back in right away. Definitely not my sister, with, especially with the shit that my little sister is like still to this day talking about. I'm, I'm a lost cause. My relationship yeah. with her is a lost cause. And like I'm brainwashing my sister and my sister-in-law and like playing the victim and then literally leaving out a huge chunk of the story like a big factor like this is what's happening these are the family members that um you want to fucking be at a distance from mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's sad it really is fucking sad it is sad because one it's your father two that's your little sister like yeah i love guys, them that's family and also um, I made a comment to my, uh, there's a lot of family drama going on, right? With like my grandmother's estate as per usual. That's what happens yeah. when the, the matriarch or patriarch dies. It becomes a fucking some, a Jerry Springer show for money. And um, so there are a couple family members who are concerned about money, have money concerns. And so one of my cousins reached out to my sister and I, all three of my, all three of us about my father in a group chat was saying all these things. At this point, I had already blocked my little sister. So I was like, yo, I don't talk to my dad or my little sister. Like, keep me the fuck out of this shit. Because, yeah, my dad does do POS things and he has made some con artist moves in the past Mm -hmm. and there's no denying it um and so if he is doing something shady i hope he gets caught and then me and my cousin started talking and i said to my cousin if my father died tomorrow i would not feel any guilt right i never once i said he's my father don't get me wrong i love the man you did but if he died tomorrow, the guilt would not be on me mm-hmm. because I didn't put us here. Correct. His actions and lack of accountability put us here. 
Mm-hmm. And so my cousin took that and basically sent it to my father mm-hmm. as if to say like, haha, even your own daughter doesn't care for you. Yeah, basically saying like you don't care if he would die. That's not what you were saying right. at all. No, if my father died tomorrow, I would be oh sad. Oh my god, of course. Of course I would be Absolutely, sad. Absolutely, rightfully so. It's your fucking father. But there would there would be sadness, but there would be no guilt. Right. There's a difference. I wouldn't regret like, "Oh man, I wish I had that time with my father before he passed." Like it it wouldn't be that way because no. I know that I need to create this boundary with him because nothing is ever going to change with the guy right he's got to take accountability right and, and no he's one's never gonna, given him that no one's given him that hard boundary right and he's not used to you doing it that's why you have always been the scapegoat, the scapegoat. so and i and i made sure to like be to use my words wisely right because you sent it to me before like when you sent me the the screenshots yeah and you were saying you're like I, ju- I don't want like I want to make sure I'm not saying something fucked up or whatever and they took your words and they twisted twisted them. it and it wasn't I mean, the case cousin, at all my cousin sent the screenshot of me saying it to my father but my father being the covert narcissist that he is needs to make everybody feel bad for him mm-hmm. went around basically telling people I want him dead that right, was and like that was what, not it at all at the at the party at at the my niece's eighth birthday party one of my cousins was like no i really genuinely thought you said you didn't care you wouldn't care if your father died or you wanted him dead or something like and that let's just also go back to that party really quick um so while she's at this party you and your aunt went in the front and had a conversation everyone's still in the back the party's still happening and mind you this lady has her aunt has three other daughters one of the daughters was not getting involved i respect her so much for that because this is a private family matter meaning this is between her father and that's it no one else should get involved tori that whole time at this party was going from one sister to the next sister to the next sister like it was like almost like when one was done the next one would go to her and tell her you need to go talk to your dad he's your dad okay next sister jumped in you need and it would be the same and it's like you could not we were people were watching people friends that were there were watching and were like this is ridiculous let the girl enjoy her nieces to the point where you almost we almost missed them doing the birthday cake I did miss. We did miss it. We literally showed up at the very end. We were running to the back of the house because we were in the midst of a a conversation. So your aunt ended up apologizing to me for doing that, which is great. Thank you. I appreciate it. But I always say, and I said it to Tori, I said, whenever somebody approaches someone and you're going to accuse, you better have your receipts with you because you're going to look like a fool. And that's what she did. She really did look like a fool. And she was out here not only disturbing your time with your nieces and your sister, but she's out here accusing people and starting fights for no reason, for no reason at all. For a man who could defend himself, if he's that upset, call us, let's talk. Well, the problem is like this whole thing has been going on for the last four, I haven't spoken to my dad since March. My aunt has my number. If she had anything to say, she could have called me right after seeing the podcast episode. Absolutely. Why wait until a party? Right. You know? Right. I, I, like, it, it almost felt like she only showed up to the party just to do that. 
uh that yeah like I, I almost was like did you just come just for that you knew that we were going to be there and you had the opportunity you wanted to confront us right like you know i mean again i'm not saying i i, I i'm not saying i hate my aunt i'm not saying i hate any of my family members that were involved i'm saying i have peace when i distance myself no really <laughs> uh, genuinely i saw it from an outsider i'm saying i can fucking enjoy myself no really babe. when i go to staten island and i hang out with that family completely different vibe oh my god it's oh my god we and we're going there tomorrow and i'm stoked about it because they're such good people you, you the eat Staten Island y'all family. if you're a patron you saw the vlog of us in staten island having a good time enjoying oh my ourselves those are my other cousins those are like you just have a good time when you're with them yeah there's no drama like you just literally enjoy yourself right versus going to this side of the family i got a glimpse of it and i'm like i'm good i'm out well i said i was like you're really only gonna see them maybe once a year at ari and sophie's birthdays maybe twi- maybe twice a year Bec- at lucas's birthday but other than that i mean th- I'm not inviting them to any of <laughs> any of our stuff. <laughs> yeah, no. Because, and again, it's no hate or anything like that. It's just, there's always fucking something. And like... And I just, I'm sorry, I just can't get over the fact that it was your niece's birthday and there was no consideration from any of those four people. Not your aunt, not her three daughters, thinking well, about no. you enjoying yourself. One of her daughters was okay. Her three yeah how many does she have four or three she's got three daughters oh but no 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 they're it was three people why did i think there was a fourth person okay i'm sorry because one of her daughters was a is incredible person i really like her a lot and she respected she never got involved not once never mentioned your dad to you nothing when the other two sisters showed up it was the mom and the two sisters and they were just like tag teaming it was ridiculous but to be honest i didn't it it didn't bother me having a conversation with my cousins because they weren't being blameful in what they were saying one of them was like well just go and bring a box of joe and i was like that's not happening the other one though was actually listening and like the older one was actually like listening to what i had to say did I want to talk about it in that moment? No. But I wasn't angry at... I wasn't really angry at that. I'm not going to lie. Okay. I get it, though. Like, I did... Again, I did I... Was it something I wanted to continue to talk about? Do you understand that you were at your niece's birthday party from yes. start to finish? You did not stop talking to them about your father from start to finish. Yes. It frustrates the fuck out of me. Yes, I get that. I didn't see you 95% of the time because me, I was hanging out with friends of... Uh, now are our friends too, but like I was hanging out with other people and we were watching the whole time. I didn't have a time with you because yeah, it no, was tag teaming. That was definitely like... Again, like I said, it wasn't something I wanted to discuss right then and there. And I should have drawn the boundary and been like, hey, listen, I'm done with this. 
You should have because other people were trying to get but you I out of that situation. But I think there was I think there was a piece of me though that wanted to state my own case because here everybody is thinking I'm over here just saying I want my dad dead and don't care if he lives or dies. Baby, you stated your case over and over again. They weren't listening to you. All they kept doing was pushing you to talk to your father, which is fine. But say what excuse me, say what you have to say, whatever it is you want to say, and then move along and so we can enjoy the party. But right. it, it really went from morning or afternoon that we got there to like nine o'clock at night. Yeah. I mean, again, I, there's a lot of tension with me and that side of the family. I've always been like that, though, with that side of the family. I don't feel and this is the God's honest truth. I don't feel comfortable with them at all. Like meaning what? Comfortable what? Comfortable. Just I, I'm, I don't feel at home. Mm I really don't. I constantly feel like I'm being judged. I constantly feel like, um, not that there's an ulterior motive, but like, I don't know. I just don't feel like I can go again. Like I said, I can go to Staten Island and stay there and feel comfortable and walk around. Like it's my fucking house, go in the refrigerator. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm at home. You're at home. Yeah. I don't feel like that when I'm, with my dad like that other side of the family i really just don't and i don't know if you know i don't know if that just has to do with all of the shit that has happened throughout the years you know mm -hmm. um because i mean ever since my parents divorced it's just been ongoing bullshit yeah you know and then this is the side of the family that like when my sister and I tried to express to them that we weren't being treated nicely by our stepmother, they didn't want to hear it. They didn't believe us. Nobody fucking believed us. They still don't believe you guys. Right. With the shit that's going on between you and your father right now, they don't believe you guys. They still take his side. Right, right, right. That's, that's what I think it is. I think th this is a bunch of family members who literally have never had our backs they've no. had everybody else's back besides us mm -hmm. you know yeah realistically i know because even when we were talking with your aunt in the front of the house your mom even got involved to the point where she was like we were telling you guys everything that was going on no one listened to us right my mother yeah my mother Your said really i tr upset. i called you and told you what was happening yeah with my kids and their stepmom i called you and told you yeah what she, she was, was doing literally your mom was really hurt you could see the pain in her eyes because she knew that she once she couldn't do anything you you have to visit your father when right. you're at a, a young age where you can't make that choice i think she feels guilty i know she feels guilty that's what i'm saying the hurt is there she mm -hmm. feels hurt that she couldn't protect you guys. So she went and tried to get people to see that. Yeah. And they weren't paying attention. So for her to shout that out to her and s it just still didn't seem like it clicked. It didn't. No, nothing, nothing, I know. Nothing Having clicked. the I'm I, watching it. I was like, she's not getting it. So it's, it. it's, it is a little bit triggering. I'm not going to lie. It was triggering like to go through all of that shit with your your family and this yeah. is the side of the family that literally has never listened right to you you've always been crazy mm -hmm. from the time you were a child you're the crazy one. you're the crazy one mm -hmm. we were just labeled like 
troubled. Well, we just didn't want our dad to be happy. We didn't want our dad to be remarried. We were jealous of it. That was what the narrative was back then when I was a kid. Hey, our stepmom's not nice to us. Right. She doesn't treat us nice. Every time you guys leave, she turns into Jekyll and Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Right. You know? And it was like, oh, well, what are you doing? Yeah. You know? Oh, well. You're the problem. Oh, well, we're being told that you make issues and, you know, you don't want your dad to sleep. Whatever. Whatever it is. It was always our fault. Mm-hmm. So that's all I know from that side of the family is like, it is always... And then my sister, my older sister, at one point, um, at some point in adulthood, started just complying and and doing things to just fit in, right? To, to because she wanted to be part of the unit. So if if you want to be part of the unit, you have to think like them, mm-hmm. and you have to um, act like them. And so my sister conformed in order to like essentially be accepted. You know what I mean? Right. And I never fucking did. I was never the type that was like... You always called bullshit right to them. Like you just spoke your mind and well, they weren't used to Well, there were that. things that happened that I was like, mm, I disagree with that. Right. Nope, I don't like that. And like, if you do that, <laughs> or y- even if you like... Ma- like I was be- made to... B- like I was told basically that I'm I'm holding on to my tr- I'm not a ba- I'm not a baby anymore and like you know uh, I don't know if my if, if the person who said it to me was basically saying like well you're safe now but it seemed very um like grow up whatever happened to you happened to you when you were a kid right and you're an adult now as if it doesn't carry on to adulthood of course it does of course right. it's trauma it's something you went through and it's so funny because my my aunt was like, you need help, you need therapy. And I was like, I'm the only one in this fucking family who's been in therapy, who's yeah. gone to therapy and done the work. If you call my therapist right now, who I haven't seen, she'll tell you I don't fucking need it anymore. Right. Because I have healthy coping mechanisms and I'm very self-aware and mm-hmm. I'm self-reflexive and I, you know, yes, I have triggers and all of that. But I'm the only one in the family who's like stuck through to do like the work. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You did. You did do the work. And how long have you been in therapy for? Damn near my whole fucking life. But like most recently, the most recent therapist that I had, I saw her for six years. That's and awesome. And that was when we really like addressed like the trauma from all of that and stuff yeah. like that. And she, I didn't even think I w- I had any trauma or issues until I saw that therapist. And she was like, wait, you can't minimize what you've been through, what you went through as a kid. Right. You know? Right. But these are family members who have done nothing but literally, and thank God, thank God that I'm a strong-minded person. I'm not weak-minded whatsoever. That if somebody comes to me and says you're fucking crazy you need help that i'm not out here just like am i crazy do i need help like she she said she said that and i was like no (laughs) i was like i'm the only one who has had help y'all are like y'all need the help yeah no they really do and so that's like 
and so again when is it the right time like this all this to say when is it the right time to cut off a family member when it's too toxic when being close when being close enough to it is affecting your relation your other relationships and your mental health that's when it is the right time when you when you're feeling um mentally and emotionally beat down mm-hmm. i mean you know like you know when it's it's time when there's going to be conflict within families there's always going to be conflict yeah. there's always going to be something happening it's not going to be perfect you're going to have your your family is it's like a roller coaster ride you're going to have your ups and your downs in it but if it's constantly just going down 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 like there's no up and if there is an up it's like a little lump like a little hump you know it's nothing crazy but it's constantly going down that's how you know it's toxic that's how you know when you have those anxieties when you when they call or text or when you have like that when you think of them even when you think of them you get anxiety anxiety. that's when you know or when you i used to find myself leaving remember back when a year ago when you and i first started dating Hmm. i spent an entire day with my dad and i think i said this in the other podcast episode i spent an entire day with my dad and i didn't put two and two together but i was like after he left i was like i don't know why but i feel like such like a i feel like a piece of shit i know i remember you calling me and you were like really upset yeah, I was like, I'm really just hating myself right yeah. now. And I don't know why. And you're like, what's what happened? I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm doing nothing with my life. I feel like a piece of shit. Like, like I'm feeling very self-loathing. And then I did some self-reflection. And I was like, oh, shit. I mm-hmm. spent the entire day with my dad. Yeah. And all he did was pick my life apart. He did, yeah. And so that's also another way you know that it's time to let go of that family member be it father mother sister whoever if you're leaving that into any interaction feeling less than feeling drained feeling anything other than happy and content and energized Mm -hmm. it's time to at the very least reassess the relationship absolutely and your proximity to it mm-hmm. so and you're entitled to that if anybody comes to you and tells you you're wrong like they were doing the tory you need to get your shit together you're the problem don't let anyone get in your head you know what you're going through you know what you've what you've how you're suffering in a sense you know you know that so don't let anybody get in your head and guilt you into thinking that you're the problem because you are not. Yeah, nobody can tell you what you're feeling. I, I find it completely audacious for you to go to somebody and be like, hey, I am hurting here. And for that person to look at you and be like, no, you're not. You shouldn't be. You can't tell me what hurts me. I'm going to tell you what hurts me and hope if you're a decent person that you respond accordingly yeah in the correct manner so that's when it's the right time mm-hmm. to fucking cut family members off it sucks it's not an easy thing no it's definitely not and then when you hear 
what people say from the grapevine oh this person said this and it triggers you even more yeah, it doesn't yeah, yeah. it doesn't make it easier it makes it harder yeah i was I, I don't actually i wasn't triggered the other day i was just like really that's what's being said i know but you see remember the first time things were being said you were getting upset when when if, when, when you're when your sister first came out to you and said all these sh- this shit about you t- uh, saying well to you, me yeah 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 before i cut her off right no you, huh? you, no no she didn't say it to you she said it to dina and then you went and me- unblocked her and then you went and messaged her do you remember i messaged my dad no but you also messaged your sister I don't remember. You messaged your sister a whole ass paragraph of talking about how, because she was saying stuff about how you were, you wanted the money and like you were, you needed him for that. And like, you remember how she was calling you out on shit and you were like triggered by it. You really were because you went and straight up told her exactly how you felt in a whole ass message and how she's being brainwashed. Well, cause unfortunately with that side of the family, you have to, so that you can get receipts and show people what you really said and what the situation really is because they'll tell a whole completely convoluted fucking story that isn't even fucking true. They'll leave parts out. They'll fucking lie about this. They'll lie about that. Right, right. But what I'm saying is from that to now, you have grown. I don't know if you oh, realize yeah, yeah. that. No, I don't really give a fuck. Right. That's I don't saying. care. Your, your attitude now is like, yeah, don't don't. I don't give a fuck. My energy. older sister was telling me the other day, like, oh, our younger sister said this, this, this and this. And then like specifically said that you're br- you brainwashed me and my wife. And I laughed. And my older my older sister was like. Do you have the screenshots and yeah. this and that? And you're like, do you have the screenshots of what was actually said? And I was like, D, I don't fucking need screenshots. I don't care. Yeah. I don't. Whoever she's talking to about me, if they're believing it, they don't know who I am. And so I don't need to prove myself to fucking strangers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't need to prove myself to non-strangers who are so, who are easily convinced about who I am. Like if I'm close with you and you can be convinced that I'm a shitty person by somebody else's bullshit lies, yeah, then you never knew who the fuck I was right. in the first place. Exactly. You know what I mean? Am I a perfect person? By no fucking means. No one is. But evil, I am not. Somebody who would brainwash another person, I would not. So that's fucking that. Yeah, no. Um... No, you have a good heart. When it's thank you. When it starts disturbing your peace, let them go. I agree with that. Yeah. And if they do come back and they do take accountability, definitely give them the chance. I I have and I'm glad I did. If Tori's dad came around and he took accountability, open arms, no fucking problem. We wouldn't think twice about it. To be it. honest though, I mean, that's at up this to you. Point, at this point, no, I probably wouldn't be open arms with the guy. Okay. And After I all of the that. lies and bullshit and the things that keep coming to the surface about stuff he's done, saying, whatever. Right. You're he, he'd have to really, really take accountability for every fucking thing, and I don't see it happening. So. 
And I respect that. I'm not going to change your mind or convince you otherwise. It's your choice. But yeah. Again, you guys, you have something like that in your life. You get to make that decision. Um, and don't ever feel bad for how you're for setting boundaries. Yeah. You're, you're allowed to have those boundaries, whether it be father, like Tori said, father, mother, whoever it is, friend, it doesn't matter. Though, if someone's in your life and they're being toxic and it's nothing but hurt for you and it's nothing but problems, good riddance, good riddance. And I'm telling you, it feels fucking good when we don't have toxic people in our life because we had them and now we don't. Yeah. Feels and really I'm good. fucking okay with it, the people that are not in my life either. So yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Now my only anxiety is grad school. And that's the only, that, that's a good anxiety to have. Yeah. That's a sure. good problem to have because that's something that's going to bring you somewhere in life. Yeah. So, so keep kicking ass. That's that. <laughs> we rambled. We ranted. We love y'all very much. <laughs> Consider becoming a patron for as low as $5 a month. We appreciate all the support. Yes, we love you guys so we much. We love y'all. Until next time. Yes. Also, go check out the Patreon. Everything in there um, for every tier, there's options. Or options, obviously, there's three different tiers. But you get perks in each tier. And if you just want to just be a patron for $5, that helps the podcast still keep going and growing. So. Yep. We'd appreciate that too. So we love you guys and stay tuned until next time. Bye y'all. Bye guys. Love you. Bye bye.